Hey everybody, welcome back to Movie Howl. We are doing another mini review. This time we're going to be talking about Chaos Walking, a movie that I wound up going to see at the theaters a little while ago, but Joe has not been able to see yet. Uh, I think we've both seen pretty mixed reviews on this, uh, probably tending towards you know more negative. Uh, but I just wanted to give my thoughts, explain it to Joe, see if he has any questions or you know any thoughts about it before having seen it with just the trailers and the information that's out there. But um, yeah, enjoy this conversation. And by the way, I'm Ryan. I'm joined as always by my co-host Joe. So Joe, yo, what up? This movie came out on March fifth. And it's one of the few that are in theaters, and I don't actually think it's streaming anywhere yet. It is uh, directed by Doug Lehman, or Lyman, however you're supposed to pronounce that, and stars Tom Holland, otherwise known as Spider-Man, and Daisy Ridley, otherwise known as the Wonder Ray. A.K.A. A.K.A. Yeah, I don't... uh, I'll, I'll start off by saying I didn't initially want to see it. I actually didn't want to go to the theater and see it, but one of our mutual friends invited me. I didn't really have anything else to do, so I decided to go ahead and go. Everything was safe. The theaters are social distancing and all that. You can't sit too close to anybody else, just if anybody listening is worried since we're still in uh, corona mode. But I'm, I'm actually glad I did. I kind of had this idea that it wasn't going to be great because I don't really love Daisy Ridley in Star Wars. She seems kind of a little wooden, which I think is probably done on purpose since a lot of the time you want your hero to be that way so you can kind of put yourself into the story if you don't have another character that you're viewing everything through. For instance, uh, Stargate Universe was a really good series that I think only lasted one or two seasons. But you don't start off as one of the military guys or one of the scientists who's already working on this stuff. You're some random kid who's thrown into it by chance. And it's kind of a more interesting way to bring you into the story. And as they bring you more in, the character you start off following the most kind of fades off. Whereas in Star Wars, you, you know, Rey is the vehicle to bring you into the whole thing. And she's with you the whole time. And I just never really particularly got into her performance. She did actually change my mind in this, though. She seems potentially more talented than I thought. And Tom Holland, I already knew, was like irritatingly talented. From some, <laughs> you know, some some interviews, some other sort of sketch work that he's done. You know, Spider-Man, yeah. he's in this. He's in a new movie, I think, called Cherry, where he plays a f- military veteran who was injured and now is dealing with addiction. He, which I heard is about, apparently I've fantastic actually uh, saw a review on that movie. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any reviews. I just heard somebody mention it. Um, but... Yeah, like I said, I'm actually glad that I saw it. I, I had heard some criticism about it that the concept in general didn't make a lot of sense. The basic premise of the movie is that Tom Holland is the youngest member of this colony that is all men on a planet that is very far from Earth. And they've been stuck here. They are all, because of some condition on the planet, all the men project their thoughts outward as what they refer to as noise. So if you think something verbally, a little cloud of this mist will come out of your head and somebody around you can hear it out loud. Or if you think of something that's visual, you can project that image out. And there are actually pretty clever uses of that here where, you know, the members of the society who have better control over it can make you see what they want to see. 
and uh, everything kind of goes sideways when Daisy Ridley lands. She's part of a scouting mission from a larger ship that has come from Earth, traveled 64 years to get there, and is kind of checking on this colony, saying, you know, we haven't heard anything from the folks on this planet in a long time. Let's send some people down and see. And somehow things go wrong with their little capsule that they use to get down, and she's the only one who survives. So now I want to ask you, did you have any questions, concerns, preconceived notions about this movie or anything that you wanted to ask or talk about going into it? Um, not particularly. I remember watching my own review. Well, not my own, but I'm watching a review on this. Uh, and it wasn't a super glowing review, but I thought the premise was interesting. I really liked the fact, I mean, I might end up seeing it if it comes streaming anywhere, because I really like uh, one of the actors, Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen? Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. He's great in everything. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is uh, one of the primary antagonists of this movie, is the mayor of this small town, Prentice, Mayor Prentice. And Nick Jonas, who's, I'm going to sound like an old man who's some kind of musician, apparently, is in this. I did not know that okay. he was anybody that I should have known. He plays Mads Mickelson's son, Davey Prentice Jr. Okay, yeah, it's either, uh, obviously, the Jonas Brothers or uh, DNCE, I believe. Okay. So there's, there's my, uh, knowledge. (laughs) So when Daisy Ridley lands, she, for some reason, goes to Tom Holland's family's barn and takes something or is looking around. But when he sees her and tries to chase after her, thinks there's somebody stealing, she runs away, which I didn't totally understand because she's coming down to the planet to see if there's anybody there still. And her ship or her shuttle crashed, and she's the only survivor. She's all by herself, and she finds the colonists that she's there to find and immediately runs from them. I didn't totally understand that. Okay. And I think a little bit of it might be just disorientation. She's very freaked out. It's very clear from her behavior that she's freaked out. She also just saw her crewmates, who were all male, start having noise as they entered the planet's atmosphere. It started happening while they were in that capsule. Oh, really? Okay. What is going on? Yeah. And she's hearing them going like, oh my God, we're going to die. Like, what's going on? And she's like, what What are you saying? And they're like, I'm not saying anything. Because it's just starting to happen and it's freaking everybody out. And um, eventually she is captured by Mayor Prentice, who is, who is actually very nice to her. You know, she doesn't know that Mads Mikkelsen always plays a bad guy. So she should have probably just trusted him. He's like, hey, I'm the mayor of this town. You must be hungry. You must be, you know, it must be very hard for you being the only one left. I'm so sorry that your your ship crashed. You know, here's some water. Let's let's sit and talk. What's going on? And she's telling him, you know, where she's from, that she she's never been on Earth. She was born on this ship. That ship is coming there. You know, and he's like, okay, where is it? How far away is it? When's it going to get here? Stuff like that. And she's kind of, I, I, we talked about this a little bit in the WandaVision review. She's very standoffish. She's like, well, why would you be asking that? And it's like, because he's a colonist who's been here his whole life, if not most of his life. And he wants to know when they're sending more people. <laughs> like, it seems like a completely logical thing to ask. Like, oh, you're part of a scouting right. team because there's a ship coming? When's the ship coming? Where do they plan to land? Seems logical. Right. So he 
leaves because all of the guys there are freaked out that there's a, a girl. He leaves and tells his son, Nick Jonas, like, keep an eye on her, but don't talk to her. And Nick Jonas is kind of trying to prove himself to his father. He also has a rivalry with uh, Tom Holland's character, Todd. And you can hear his thoughts as he's in there. He's like, you know, I don't have to do what you say. Stuff like that. Kind of like mouthing off to his dad internally. You know, the way anybody probably would as a kid. Like, yeah, we'll see about that. But you can hear it out loud because of the noise on this planet. So he does go over to her. He starts talking to her. He starts messing around with stuff in her bag. You know, the town technologically is basically on the level of a frontier town. You know, think like a, you know, a gold rush town that just popped up. That's kind of what it's like. They're riding horses, stuff like that. So he's pulling out things that he doesn't know what they do or, or anything like that. And we're not talking about, like, cell phones and stuff like that. It looks like it's, you know, mostly survival gear and things like that. So he starts messing with something. It ex- She's telling him not to. He does anyway. It explodes, blows out part of the building, and she's able to get away. And while she's away, very conveniently, somebody walking overhead because she's hiding under some floorboards is talking about that when that ship arrives, you know, they're going to get the jump on them for some reason. This is a giant mothership of like 4,000 people and somehow this group of like 50 guys with old-time shotguns want to take over the ship for some reason. Don't really know why. Okay, Not s- really explained. You said old-time shotguns. I need to know. Does anybody say, this is my boomstick? No. No. Nope. And it's a weird mix. Some of them have energy weapons and some of them have traditional like double-barrel shotguns and things like that. Not really explained okay. why they have this mix of weapons, if they were somehow able to make these older style weapons while they were there. There's also a scene where they're trying to get weapons to go hunt Daisy Ridley's character, Viola, and Mads Mickelson, uh Prentice walks into this room, and a couple of these guys are holding these older energy weapons, and he's like, get them working. And they're like, these haven't worked in years, and he's like, get them working, and just leaves. And so they do, somehow. I think the implication okay. is they 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 look for parts in the wreckage of her shuttle. So I think that's where they're supposed to have gotten those. But it's a it's a very strange mix of technology. Some of it is energy weapons that can just like blow a person apart, and some of it's just normal bullets. Whatever. Yeah. So his mission, Todd, essentially becomes to take her to a neighboring village to see if they have communications equipment capable of reaching the ship to warn them like don't land here or be really careful of these particular people when he gets to this other town after a huge ordeal there's a secondary antagonist which is um aaron played by david oyelowo i have no idea how to pronounce that name but he's they refer to him as the preacher because while he's going around his his noise is constantly like red and flashing these different colors, and you're hearing prayers and things like that. And he's talking about judgment coming and the apocalypse and all this stuff. And it's clear that he kind of puts people off. And he's the very first character we meet other than Todd and his dog. And he's telling Todd that he's weak like a woman. And, like, smacks him across the face and all this stuff for, like, trying to hide his noise and not, not have his mind basically read. It's He's very strange. I'm not... I'm not entirely sure of his purpose within the town because it seems like the mayor doesn't really know what to do with him, but doesn't want to get rid of him either. He's just like a crazy guy. It's well, I'm curious real quick, this Todd character that you're mentioning mentioning. Yeah. Um, does he have a very big head? 
Or is there a monster somehow involved? No. Okay. Somebody out there might get that reference. If you don't, that's fine, too. <laughs> okay. I do not get that reference. The band Big but... Head Todd and the Monsters? No. No, I've never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, Tom Holland is constantly, like, this, this, that's his thing. He has a lot of trouble controlling his noise. Speaking of his name, Todd, he constantly repeats his name. He's like, I am Todd uh, Hewitt. I am Todd Hewitt. I think that's what his name is in the in the movie. Um, so, is that a thing they can do? They can control it, or the, is it controlling it mean just not thinking things? Or I don't. It's unclear because Mads Mikkelsen meets with Daisy Ridley or meets with Viola on his own because he is able to control his noise to the point where none comes out if he doesn't want it to, and he actually oh, catches cool. her by making it appear that these barriers are coming up out of the ground around her, so she stops. And then he walks through them, and they just kind of disappear like smoke. It's a pretty cool scene, actually. But so that you using the noise, whatever he's generating, to actually trick people or you know use it to your advantage, kind of thing. Correct. Kind of like a force okay. projection. All right. And there are a couple times in the movie where things like that are done with pretty good effect, I think. Uh, now that I'm talking about the movie to you, I, I do see some more of the plot holes than I saw before. Like when I was coming out of it and I was like, that was pretty good. I don't really see what Stuckman was all about with that. But the, the primary conflict is between the preacher and Todd Hewitt. For some reason, he's got it out for him. He's also wants to bring Viola back, but it kind of more seems like he intends to kill her. It's not entirely clear. He says like, I'll go get her. He's willing to like go out on his own way ahead of all everybody else and just do things on his own. Um, there's Mayor Prentice trying to get them both, mainly because he wants Viola. He wants the information she has. He wants to stop her from being able to warn that ship because, again, for whatever reason, he has some plan with that ship. Not really explained what he intends to do with it or you know, how he's going to overcome the 4,000 or so people on board and the more advanced technology, but whatever. We need a ticking clock on this. We need that two days isn't, that, that isn't the ship's going to land Isn't the ship there to save them presumably the ship is there to deliver more goods infrastructure uh and people yeah so that's the primary setup for the movie they are racing to try to warn this incoming ship and trying to get away from this preacher and from mayor prentice and todd hewitt is also dealing with kind of revelations that he gets to other towns he didn't know existed, finds infrastructure on the planet he didn't know existed, and realizes that a decent portion of what he thought he knew about this world wasn't exactly true. So I think I'll just leave it at that. It clearly has some holes when it comes to the motivation of the main characters, you know, what exactly they plan to do with the ship, why they're, you know, why they've done some of the things they've done in the past, why the people who follow the mayor still follow him. But overall... It's a pretty fun movie, and like I said, I was surprised by Daisy Ridley's performance. I think, I think outside of Star Wars, I might actually like her a lot. <laughs> okay. I mean, I get that. I felt that way about, I mean, to be fair, it was a movie I never saw, any of the Twilight series, and Kirsten Stewart, Yeah, I think is her name. But yep. I saw her in the movie, it was called American Ultra, which I don't think you've watched. I have it on our list of something we could watch because it was unique and I liked it. Uh, but I, I liked her in that. I thought, I'm like, okay. You know, I hadn't actually seen her in the other one. I know what had been talked about, but I hadn't actually mm -hmm. witnessed it. So Well, we I, just I saw another that. one. And we just saw another one. We saw Tenet 
which had uh, Robert Pattinson, who played Edward in those movies. Absolutely. And he's fantastic, and I really want to see him as Batman. Talked about it before. I, I've heard mm-hmm. more stuff that they're having more production issues, but I really hope it gets to come out because I love that trailer. I don't ever watch trailers more than once, and most of the time, if it's a big movie, like an Avengers movie, I might might watch the first teaser, but I never watch any additional trailers. I will consume anything I can get for this one. And I've watched the trailer several times looking for little clues and Easter eggs. Okay. But that's all I've got for this one. Uh, I would say it's a tentative watch. It's got some problems, but it's fairly fun. If you don't want to see it in a theater or don't want to risk it, uh, I would say you're probably not missing a lot by missing that experience. You'd do just as well to see it at home. There's not a ton of huge action sets or anything like that where you're going to want that thunderous sound and the huge screen and all that stuff. A lot of it is interpersonal. A lot of it revolves around the relationships with each other and revelations about the past on this planet. So, again, tentative watch, but don't go out of your way for it. All right, fair enough. All right, and that's it for this mini review. Uh, If you have any suggestions, want to tell us anything, want to tell us you hate us, our email address is moviehowl at gmail.com, and you can find us on Twitter, where Joe is holding down the fort, at moviehowl. Thanks for listening. As oh. always, I'm Ryan. And I'm Joe. Don't tell us you hate us, because, you know, we're fragile. We're fragile individuals. I don't know if we can handle that. <laughs> okay, nice comments only. That might be where we're not getting so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, we'll take any comments. Let's be honest. All right. Yeah. Any comments, any comments a good comment. That's right. All right, take Take care, everybody. All right. Later.